good day, day everyone. everyone i am kirsten and i'm anna and you're listening to the, the cover to cover podcast today's episode we're going to be talking about a um, very controversial topic i feel like <laughs> it's going to be controversial um we're going to talk about all things colleen hoover oh, um God. so here we go i have my opinion Anna hasn't read any of her books. And but I have an opinion. To. She has an opinion. <laughs> but I'm also going to read some opposite opinions of ours okay. on Reddit later on in the episode. Oh. So we kind of see, like, different people's point of views. Okay. For starters, I just want to, like, point out the books that I have read by her because I haven't read all of them. Right. So I read Verity. Mm-hmm. I read It Ends With Us. I read Reminders of Him, which is my favorite. Okay. I read most of It Starts With Us, but I never finished it. I DNF'd it. And then I DNF'd All Your Perfects in November 9th. Okay. So a lot of DNFs. I also, so. also want to say that my mom is like a huge Colleen Hoover fan. Uh-huh. She reads like all of her books when they come out. Like she literally told me she has read every single one of her books that are out right now. That's crazy. I was talking to her about it. And your mom should read Colleen Hoover. That's just crazy I know, to me. right? <laughs> like she's a, th- my mom's a therapist. And mm. so you would think she'd uh, read some of this shit and mm-hmm. she'd be like, that's fucked up. They need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> right. But she's telling me, she's like, you gotta read Colleen Hoover. It's so good. She's mm-hmm. really good at writing. Yeah. And I'm like, I won't be doing that. <laughs> I do feel like what I have, like, uh, what I have read, it's very easy to read in terms of, like, being able to follow it and understand what's going on and characters and whatever. Bare minimum. Yes. <laughs> it's just that you fly through them, honestly. The first one I read was of hers was Verity. And at first, I mean, I read it in, like, a day just because, like, I flew through it. Sure. And I loved it at first. And then I was, like, thinking back and I was like, that book kind of traumatized me. <laughs> um, so I know... <laughs> I know mm. we've talked about <laughs> trigger warnings in the past. Yeah. So I wanted to mention a couple trigger warnings in these books because some of them are absolutely fucking horrendous. <laughs> and, um... God. So, in Verity, the trigger warnings are abortion. Great. Uh, I, I guess Starting we should, off strong. I guess we should put a trigger warning on this whole video. Yeah, so we're going to spoil books. We're going to talk about uncomfortable topics. Like, yeah. that. honestly, that's every episode. Just prepare yourself. If you're listening to our podcast, like... We're going to be talking about some rough stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, for Verity, we have abortion, graphic child abuse. God. Child death. Infanticide, which is, I had to look it up. It is the crime of killing a child within a year of its birth. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a really rough book to start with. Now that I'm thinking about it, when we were when we were doing the trigger warning episode, we were talking about how there's nothing we did we couldn't think of anything that like that. Yeah, that that would maybe turn me away from reading a book. I like, I got sick to my stomach a couple times. I'm not gonna lie, and I had like put the book down a couple times. I mean, you're actually a mother. Yeah. So that I'm sure hit you differently than it would hit me. Yeah. It was like very graphic too. Like holy mackerel. Very graphic. For a I'm pretty sure you told me about this. Like she doesn't she like stick her fingers down. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, let me finish that thought just so y'all don't get confused. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she sticks her fingers down like the child's throat, right? Yeah. So like the baby wakes up in the middle of the night and she's mad because she has like good tend to the baby. Wow. And she's sitting there and she's like I really could just like kill you right now. My problem would be solved. And so she like talks about how she read online that if you stick your finger in the baby's throat, it makes it look like they just choked. And then, but oh. she gets caught. By who? By her husband on the baby monitor. 
<gasps> he didn't see it, but then she's like, oh, shit, the baby monitor is still on. What if he sees? Ugh. What did he see? Yeah. Oh, my God. To even think about doing something like that is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, I don't want kids, but if I had a kid, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. The next book I'll talk about is It Ends With Us. Ooh. The trigger warnings are domestic violence, abuse, death of a family member, sexual assault, attempted rape, and PTSD, depression, or anxiety-related themes. Yeah. Oh, my it's, God. It's not as rough as Verity, but it's rough in a different way. Um, yeah. And then uh, Reminders of Him, which I actually really liked that book. But a lot of people didn't. I don't know sure. why. But the trigger warnings are imprisonment and a car accident are the only things. It sounds boring. <laughs> no, I'm it's, kidding. It's so Compared to her good. other stuff. My God, that sounds tame. Um, That is the book that I am going to... Um, show you a picture of. Okay. And you're going to guess what it's about. And then I'm going to tell you the plot. Oh, God. So I'm not going to tell you what it's about. And then we have, it's, it starts with us, which is the sequel to It Ends With Us. The trigger warnings are child neglect and abandonment, domestic abuse, uh, and homelessness. All Your Perfects is the next book that I started and I never finished. Mm-hmm. Trigger warnings are infertility and miscarriage. Sure. November 9th. We have cheating, burn scars, grief and loss, depiction, death of a mother from suicide, and death of a brother from a car accident and house fire. Colleen Hoover really likes her deaths. She really does. It's like trauma. She just really likes likes to write about trauma. (laughs) So with that being said, I think we should get into the first segment we're going to do called Cover Coded. So basically for this little segment that we're going to do, it's called Cover Coded. And I am going to show Anna a picture of the cover of the book. And the book that I'm going to do is Reminders (laughs) of Him. And you have to guess the plot of the book. Okay, just the cover. Just from the cover. And this, (laughs) we're not going to get very far. Because there's hardly anything on the cover. <laughs> I feel like a lot of her books are just mostly like the title on yeah. the front. Mm-hmm. So this should be interesting. Okay, here you go. Okay, so I'm seeing a lot of birds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with the plot at all. No, I mean, no, it's just like a little <laughs> sprinkle. <laughs> well, going off of literally all I have is the title. Girl loses her dad and guy comes in... Rem- reminding her of her dad and she <laughs> dates him and a lot of shit happens sure <laughs> oh. please tell me what it's about okay <laughs> okay so the girl yeah. her name's kenna sure she recently has gotten out of prison <clears throat> for a drunk driving accident Great. that caused the death of her boyfriend scotty Boyfriend, not dad. Great. Um, she moves back to town to try and fight for custody of her daughter, who's being raised by Scotty's parents, the Laundries. Mm-hmm. She accidentally ends up getting to know Scotty's best friend, who she hadn't met before. His name's Ledger. And they fall for each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, some clarity here. Um, she was in prison when she... She was, in, she was pregnant when she went to prison. And so she had the baby and had to give the baby up for adoption. And then her boyfriend's parents got custody of the baby. Okay. So this is like five years later. She's out of prison now. She wants her baby back. And then she like starts having a fling with Ledger. Okay. Great. The book eventually reveals that the night of the accident, Kenna and Scotty 
had been driving on a country road in a convertible with the top down. After they crashed, Kenna had believed Scotty was dead, but she later learned that he'd been alive for hours, just laying there. Kenna had been un- unable to find their cell phones, so she left the scene on foot to find help, but had been disoriented from her own injuries. She'd gotten home and passed out from head wound. She was also drunk driving. Meanwhile, the laundries are completely resistant to letting Kenna back into their lives, and Ledger is still a part of the laundries' lives, because it was Scotty's best friend, and the laundries are Scotty's parents. Okay. So it's like, he's basically their kid, too. And they live right across the road from each other. Okay. So, yeah. There was a whole thing, but anyway. <laughs> Before Ledger can tell them what's been going on, they find out that Ledger had been secretly seeing Kenna, and they're furious. However, Ledger apologizes and shows them a letter that Kenna wrote about how much she loves Scotty, and it explains that she didn't intentionally leave Scotty there to die like they previously believed. The laundries finally agree to forgive Kenna and apologize for how they've been treated late how they've treated her. Kenna is able to have a part in her daughter's life, and the book ends with Kenna and Ledger years later having a son who they named Scotty. The birds there's a quote in the book in, in the book, and I guess Scotty said something about Is that a fucking pigeon? <laughs> that I'm not gonna lie to you, that sounds boring as all hell. So I I've cried multiple times. I do like the name Ledger though. I do like the name Ledger. That is a cool name. Yeah. I mean, the part about the car accident. I feel like if it's written well, that probably would be a really cool scene to read. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, though, from what I heard, it just sounds like. How many pages is this book? Do you know? It's not roughly very many. Let me see. Because like. If it's more than maybe 250, I think there's probably stuff in there that's just like it's not important. 335 pages. Entirely too many pages, <laughs> in my opinion. But the 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 font on her books is pretty big. It's big? Yeah. Okay. Then, okay, that might be fine then. It's like yeah. really easy to fly through them. I don't know, man. I think there's certain genres that I just can't get down with. A lot of times romance is a no-no for me. And then if, like, something like this where it's just romance and trauma, like, that just makes it an even more no for me. I'm just like, mm-hmm. doesn't sound like something that would interest me. Yeah. Because romance already doesn't interest me most of the time. Right. Like, i got to be in the right mood, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Or I can't read it. I've been in the middle of reading the fine print for yeah, a couple of months. It? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so... Yeah, anyway, that's besides the point. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the next segment we're going to do Ooh. is called Out of Context. I'm excited for this one. And um, this is basically where we take a book and we try to talk about the plot of the book without giving too much away. Without using character names, the title, or like any major yeah. plot points, really. So, I actually, um, I was trying to think of one and I just couldn't. So, I went to Reddit. And I posted on a Colleen Hoover Reddit page. And I was like, okay. You posted? I did. That's so cool. I said, so I'm doing a podcast episode about Colleen Hoover, and I want to do an out-of-context overview of Verity. Basically describing the book with, without directly saying what it's about, if that makes sense. Can anyone help me? And we had, I had one person comment on it. So that's what I'm going to go with. Great. From Mrs. Sar- Sarasoy. Okay. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, she said... 
husband of comatose famous writer seeks out new writer to finish off his wife's series to ensure her legacy lives on. She moves in and craziness ensues. Nothing is as it seems. We get a glimpse into the mind of the wife named Verity via a manuscript that's been left behind, but perhaps some things should be left unread. Her name's Verity? Her name's Verity. That's such a cool name. Her name's Verity. Verity Crawford. I love that. These names are actually She's an evil bitch. She's the one that tried to kill their baby. Okay. Um, well, her name's cool. <laughs> so um, now I'll just re- tell you what it's about. Yes, please. So the main character's name is Lowen. These names, I'm telling you. Lowen Ashley. But it bothers me because Ashley is spelled A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. I actually like that spelling. Really? I can't, it think bothers it's cool. me so much. I think it's cool. So, Lowen Ashley is offered a job completing the last three novels of a popular book series. The original author, Verity Crawford, was in an accident a short while ago and is now alive but unresponsive. She's basically a vegetable. Great. The accident happened soon after the death of Verity's two twin daughters. Okay. Okay. Oh. Lowen moves into the Crawford house to go over Verity's notes, where Verity is being cared for by her nurse, April. Verity's husband, Jeremy, and young son, Crew, also live there. Lowen quickly finds herself attracted to and falling for Jeremy. Strange occurrences also make Lowen suspect that Verity is faking her medical condition. I also would like to point out, I don't know if this is in here, but um, there's one point where Lowen and Jeremy, the husband, are like doing it uh-uh. on a bed. Uh-uh. And... She's so she's like facing the headboard, and there's teeth marks uh-uh. on the headboard, and her hand is like right on the. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, no. it's so gross. No, no. it's <laughs> so <laughs> gross. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um. So Lowen starts to read Verity's book series called *The Noble Virtues*, which are all written from an antagonistic point of view. In Verity's office, Lowen also discovers an autobiographical manuscript that Verity wrote that reveals Verity's dark nature. In the manuscript, Verity describes resenting her daughters because Jeremy loves them more than her. Verity also admits to loving... Am I the asshole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah for real. For yes, killing you are. my daughters because my husband loves them more than me. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, Verity also admits to loving one of her daughters, Chaston, more than the other, Harper. And she has a dream that Harper will someday kill Chaston. So she thinks okay. Harper is going to kill her twin sister, the sister that Verity loves more. Okay. Okay. When Chastin is eight, she ends up dead from a peanut allergy. Mm-hmm. Chastin and Harper had been at a sleepover together when it happened. Verity then admits to murdering Harper six months later. She purposely... Yeah, this was horrible. She, she purposely took Crew and Harper out on a canoe and caused it to capsize and then only saved Crew. Ah! What? <laughs> I'm smiling because it's unbelievable. How does she... What? What? How is that the first route of... They, like, live on a lake. And so they're always out by the water. Not saying that... Like, I'm not she saying just, it's like, okay. She throws them out and she's like... <laughs> you should really come up with, like, a different way to do it. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like... That's what horrible. The <laughs> so... Um... Lowen is initially unsure whether to tell Jeremy about the manuscript, knowing it will only hurt him more. 
By now, she and Jeremy are sleeping together and discussing a possible future together. However, when Lowen thinks she sees Verity move, she tells Jeremy in order to protect hold him. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are they all, are they just doing this, like, just being all coupley, like, in front of Verity? Verity is, like... I know she's, like, supposedly, like, non-responsive, but she's still in the room, correct? She's upstairs in her own room all the time. So, like, throughout the rest of the house, she's not around. Okay. She's just I was up about there to say, all like, hours of the day, pretty much. Even if so, <laughs> like, I would be nervous Yeah. around that. Yeah. I'd be like, I feel like she she would still, even if it were true that she's like. There's like little things that happen. Like they're like, like, I think it was the first time they were like making out or something on the couch. And Lowen sees Verity on the stairs. Uh Uh-uh. And she's like, I just saw your fucking wife. She's lying. And then there's another time where she gets locked in her bedroom. This is like kind of horror-esque. Yeah. She gets locked in her bedroom. Um when Jeremy's not home or something. I don't remember. Oh my god. Um, but yeah. This would freak me out. So Jeremy confronts Verity, who finally admits to faking it. Jeremy then attacks Verity, and Lowen at first tells him to stop, but then she advises him to make it look like an accident. <gasps> oh my gosh. This is Well, good. Jeremy's pissed, because he's like, you fucking bitch. You've been lying to everybody this whole time, pretending like you're a vegetable. What the fuck is your problem? And now Lowen's basically telling him to kill her? <laughs> yeah. Well, because Lowen knows. What is wrong with everyone? Lowen knows that she's a psycho bitch. Yeah. Um, and I think <laughs> at this point, she has told Jeremy about the manuscript. Okay. So he's like, already like, what the, what the actual fuck yeah. is wrong with my wife? Oh um, my god. Yeah. So Verity gets killed. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, she's dead. Great. Months later, Lowen is pregnant, and they're all living in a new house. The old house is due to be sold off. As they clean out the rest of the the last of their stuff, Lowen discovers a letter that Verity wrote after her accident. It was, like, underneath her bed on the floorboard. And there had been a couple times where she found, like, a knife under there, and, like, underneath her bed, but, like, not underneath the floorboard. Yeah. The letter describes how Verity wrote the manuscript as a writing exercise to practice her antagonistic point of view that she uses in her novels. She also writes about how Jeremy knew about the manuscript and had forced her into the accident because of it. (gasps) Afterwards, Lowen destroys the letter. However, the book ends with her being unsure as to whether the letter was true or just another manipulation from Verity. So there's a little bit of interpretation at the end. Do you believe the manuscript or do you believe the letter? That's so, like the thing. So basically, who is the villain? Is it Jeremy or is it Verity? Because mm-hmm. maybe this is all Jeremy has been doing it. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that's interesting. That's everybody who like reads this book, they're either like team manuscript or team letter. Oh, really? I personally believe like, the manuscript. There's too much detail. There's too much... I don't know. That's, well, I mean, too much. with Verity's behavior, at least from what I can hear, sounds like... She had the psycho brain. I mean, she was faking her mm-hmm. condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sounds... But that could also be... But it would be freaking cool if Jeremy was the mastermind behind everything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It kind of makes me want to read the book now. I'm not going to lie. I would let you read it, but I don't have You've already anymore. spoiled the entire I fucking got, thing for I me, got so. rid of it. <laughs> no, it's okay. But, um, yeah. I already know the, what happens now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was really... It was a hard hard read has anyone asked like colleen hoover maybe what her interpretation of it is and like maybe what she intended for it i don't know 
because I would be eager to know kind of what she wanted the ending to be. Like, obviously she left it ambiguous and like open-ended, but like maybe she wanted to go a certain route. Maybe originally it was supposed to be Jeremy or originally it was supposed to be Verity. Yeah. I kind of want to know. That'd be a good question for her. Yes. If Colleen Hoover listens to this, she I won't. don't think she will. I don't think she will. But, um, or if but, you know uh, the answer to that. Email us, please. We yeah. want to know the answer. So now I'm just going to read some comments off of Reddit talking about the different point of views of Colleen Hoover. Yes. Why people like her, why people don't like her. Sure, I'm excited. We have our opinions, but we yeah. want to know what other people think. <laughs> so this post says, help me understand why you love Colleen Hoover. Sure. I finally bought a copy of It Ends With Us. I resisted for a while, but finally gave in because I was curious about the hype. I'm now 70 pages in, and it's awful. So cringy, so simplistic, so rich doctor bad boy wants the humble, wholesome, good girl vibes. Blech. (laughs) I'm not really snooty with my reading. I read everything. Fantasy, sci-fi, young adult, classics, historical fiction, nonfiction, dystopian, biographies, poetry, etc., etc., I'm a bona fide reader with no genre preference. I mean, I love Jules Verne and Sinclair Lewis, but hell, I also loved the Twilight series when I read it back in college. Trying to force myself to finish it, I'm hoping it'll eventually hook me in. I see potential with a homeless ex-boyfriend, but y'all, it's a cringe-filled slog. If you're calling Hoover lover, what is about her writing that keeps you coming back? Honest question that I'm genuinely curious about. Well, I have someone we can ask for this. And I kind of want to call my mom right now. Ask her. Let me re-say what she just said. So I guess she likes um, Colleen Hoover because it talks about like the real stuff, like the the messy stuff, the Mm -hmm. maybe the stuff that's not talked about as much, Mm -hmm. the nasty. Right. The ugly. Yeah. Not fun. Exactly. Getting into the psychological stuff, which I guess makes sense Mm -hmm. because my mom's a therapist, so... Yeah. That does make sense. I have a comment here. Okay. This person says, I think the books are widely loved for two reasons, easy reading and sensationalist plots. The plot of Verity incorporates illness, a creepy house, a lost diary, a vulnerable young woman, the miscarriage stuff, and multiple whiplash twists at the end. Absolute catnip to anyone wanting to feel something. It ends with us, has the unusual choice to make the protagonist protagonists reject the abusive love interest eventually that that too has caught on as a surprising twist and is the word of mouth hook for most people you'll never guess what she chooses most books with a woman leaving a man start with that rather than end the weak characters and the unbelievably lame dear ellen material that's a whole thing couldn't stand on their own so basically with it ends with us it's basically about this girl and she has a friend and he's homeless and he lives behind her and they basically like go through the school year together she like gives him clothes and gives him food and stuff because she's he's living in an abandoned house behind her house sure um they move on with their lives she moves to boston finds this guy they fall in love and get married blah 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 and then she gets pregnant blah 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 um, welcome to find out the homeless boy ended up moving to Boston too and he like owns restaurants and stuff and like is really good with his life and she's like oh wow I'm so glad that you know you're doing so well and her husband is pissed very much jealous and he starts acting out 
mm-hmm. and like um, he acted. I think he act quote accidentally hits her or something like nudges her and she burns her hand on a pot or something and then he accidentally pushes her down the stairs <laughs> and then but that doesn't happen until the very end of this book okay it's kind of like Akatar in the sense where you have a different love interest like Tamlin is right like supposed to be the love interest um wrote um what was that I don't even remember his name Rowan nope that's fine print. Ryle. His name is Ryle. Um, Ryle is the, the her husband. He's like really great, really, you know, just this really good guy. And Atlas is kind of like a background character. And Atlas is a homeless boy. Yeah, yeah. But then at the end, it's like you really root for Ryle the whole book. And then at the end, you're like, what the fuck? She's like giving birth, but... You would think that a book like that would end with her being like, as long as it doesn't happen again, we can yeah. try to work this out because she's having his baby. But she's like, I want a divorce. She's like literally pushing this baby out and she's like, can't do this anymore. I need a divorce. Wow. We are not going to be together. And that's like literally how the book ends. Girl power. <laughs> but yeah, so I I see that. It's yeah. different. But yeah. it's abusive. Yeah. I mean, for romance novels because they are like romance Mm -hmm. um they push the envelope a little bit they do something different which Mm is cool right yeah somebody else said uh because they're easy and a fast read i don't know i read verity and it was terrible but i read it in like a day and which is what i needed then all the characters are terrible and it's also preposterous but sometimes you need a junk food book yeah so it's just like a really easy read. To get you out of maybe like a reading slump or something. But at the same time, I'm like, to get me out of re- a reading slump, I have to read a good book. Yeah. <laughs> to, Not just like a small book. To get me out of a reading slump, I need a book that I'm going to be able to read fast. Yeah. But also keep me interested. Yeah, exactly. It's got to have um, So now we're going to talk about the other side of this. And um, this post says, can anyone explain to me why, why Colleen Hoover books are bad? Sure. I feel like we've talked about a lot already. I feel like I could give but <laughs> some reasons. Let's see what other people have to say. So it says, maybe I'm just not a good reader or wasn't exposed to bad Wattpad fix or AO3 fix or whatever they call it. But I found Coho books to be very okay. Mm-hmm. Not great, but okay. But everyone else says they're really bad or problematic. Why is that? In what <laughs> ways exactly? Problematic themes, bad writing. Hmm. How are her books any different to dark romance books with trigger warnings, smut, erotica, etc.? Is it because coho books are marketed as young adult, new adult romance that don't have trigger warnings and are supposed to make sense? I mean, I see how some of the things in her books don't make sense, but I just take it as it is. Misogyny, abuse, weak character, etc. Should I not do that? I sometimes, or most of the times, do not take fiction books seriously and just read them as an escape from reality. Mm. Personally, if if I may... Yeah, go ahead. Again, I haven't read a single one of her books, and yeah. this is why, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, like this person said, escape from reality, right? Right. I think the reason why my mom loves them is because, like I've said a couple times, she's a therapist. Mm-hmm. She likes the reality of the situation. She likes looking into the psyche of a person Mm -hmm. and, you know, therapizing them and figuring out what's wrong with them, you know. And I think kind of Colleen Hoover goes into the mind of a person 
very realistically mm-hmm. and also talks about the topics that are sometimes really freaking really hard to hard, read and really to like hard. conceptualize you yeah. know but like for me yeah I want to escape from reality a little bit I think that's why I like fantasy so much because you get to escape into a different world and I think that's why maybe I don't like romance at all because mm-hmm. it is realistic and it's not something like it's something that I could just I could watch a movie and be just as fulfilled as reading a romance book sure but and it's quicker yeah oh yeah (laughs) but like um I don't know man I just I can't do Colleen Hoover it's just it's too much for me Mm -hmm. I'm not into it I feel like um I don't like them because when I read a yes I want to feel things but I don't want to feel bad things when I read a book Sure. And I feel like I get that when I read Colleen Hoover books, like with Verity, like feeling mm-hmm. sick to my stomach or like, you know, nervous sweats or whatever. I don't want to feel that. And ladies and gents, this is what the trigger warnings are for. But for people like us who don't care to read yeah. them, you know. But you just kind of figure it out on your own and then decide whether or not you want to keep reading. And it's totally okay to not like, you know, mm-hmm. an author's writing because of that. When I read a romance book... I want it to be like this is just my personal preference. Which Cheesy cute. We will yes exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like give the fine print for example. It's so far fetched and outlandish. Yeah. In the best way. Yeah. Like billionaire falls in love yeah. with his 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 employee. I will say love that. Bro, boss employee is a really good like yes. I personally like that that mm-hmm. trope because it it doesn't happen very often IRL you know like it's reading it in a book is like it feels like something that would come out of Wattpad you know something like that -hmm. doesn't happen Mm -hmm. in real life (laughs) and another another romance that I like to reference all the time is it happened one summer uh, by Tessa Bailey and Mm -hmm. it's about a sea fisherman and a big city girl It's a grumpy sunshine. It's it sounds so like a Hallmark good. movie. It, it literally <laughs> sounds like a Hallmark movie. Um, but that's is there what an I, inn involved in some way or shape or form? A what? An inn? Like a hotel? Um, actually, <laughs> now that you mention it, they do go to like a hotel. Shit, bro. Yeah. So anyway, um, somebody commented on it and said, people believe they are bad for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. The writing is not good. The plot is incoherent. The characters are problematic. The book isn't really a romance, etc. Yeah. And people believe they are good for a multitude of reasons. The writing is so easy to fly through. The plot twists are crazy. The, crazies, the characters are so unique, etc. Yeah. Colleen is an incredibly popular author, so naturally she has a large fan base as well as a large group of haters. This is why it's important to make up your own mind and add your personal input regardless of whether or not you have the popular opinion. Encourage others to do so as well. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if we say we don't like Colleen Hoover. Right. If you want to go read Colleen Hoover, Hoover that's absolutely Perfectly fine. okay. I think the reason why I haven't trudged into Colleen Hoover stuff is partly because I've heard that she's bad, but also because when I read a synopsis of one of her books, I'm like, this doesn't seem like something I'd want to read. Yeah. You know? That is... Which I think is super fair. That is so fair. (laughs) Like, reading is for personal enjoyment. It's the the exact same as I don't like to read sci-fi. Yeah. So I'm not going to pick up a sci-fi book. You might absolutely love it. 
I don't think I've ever read sci-fi. I've read one sci-fi book and it was amazing. But I feel like that is a good place to stop for this episode. Just, that's our opinions. It's all opinions. If you love Colleen Hoover, that is absolutely fine. I see why people love her. I just don't. I mean, honestly, listening to the the synopsis for Verity, I was like, okay, that doesn't sound half bad. Except for the part where she tries to kill her baby. Yeah, that's and bad. succeeds. I'm not saying it doesn't sound bad in that way. Like, it's but bad. Like the, but, the, like, the general. The general, like, yeah. re- enjoyability of reading doesn't sound too bad on that one. Like, it sounds like it might keep my attention if I were to read it. Yeah. But, yeah. That is everything I have for you guys today. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow us on all of our social medias, um, we'll link it in the link or in the uh, show notes. Yep. Um, TikTok, Instagram. You can literally just search cover to cover like podcast, and you You'll should be able us. to find us. Mm-hmm. That is it, and we will talk to you guys later. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Bye.